Hi, this is Pastor Stephen. I am the pastor of New Beginning Church in Singapore. Thank you for joining us today. I hope this podcast will build your faith. Hope you grow deeper in the word of the Lord and know Him personally in much deeper way. Enjoy the message. God bless you. Shalom. I'm so glad you are here with us today uh, at NBC Church Online. I hope you and your family are doing well by the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, some of us were at Amapex last Sunday. I hope that you have been blessed. And I was so blessed that I have opportunity to meet you guys. And then uh, we can worship together and listen to the words of the Lord. We hope we can do that again in the near future uh, as we pray and hope that Singapore situation will improve uh, much uh, in the near future. Uh, we have started a new series uh, this month. Uh, we talk about uh, personal transformations. Last week we shared with you uh, the character uh, of faithfulness uh, as part of the core value in our ministry. The character that will uh, bring transformations in our life when we stay faithful to the Lord and um, character that will continue to sustain us when we are going through the very difficult and very tough uh, situations uh, just like the one that we are going through right now. Today we will look into the second uh, part of uh, our core value which is uh, uh, integrity. Uh, integrity we can uh, define it as an alignment of values, thoughts and feelings, words and actions. Some of the words that associated with integrity are honesty, consistency, and moral principles. In the book of uh, Proverbs chapter 10, verse 9, it says, Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crook will be found out. Proverbs 19, verse 1. Better is the poor man who walks in his integrity than one who is perverse in his lips and is a fool. Of course, if we can choose, we choose to be rich and walk in our integrity with honesty. But if we have to make a choice, the writer of the prophet said, you know, it's much better uh, you walk your integrity even though you probably lack here and there, but because integrity is much better than other things. But unfortunately, we have a big problem with integrity nowadays in this world. We are living in a world that full with lies. Human history also shows us the fact that we have a problem with integrity. Where truth can become lies and lies can become truth, innocent become guilty and guilty become innocence. All because of hoax, fake news, fake evidence, scam and bullies. We are truly living in a very dangerous world, world that lack of integrity. In the world of economic, at times statistics can be manufacturers for their own interest. Dates at times can be adjusted for their convenience. Qualifications are sometimes enhanced. Expenses are inflated. Defect products sometimes are overlooked. All because being truthful is not convenient, not economical, and at times not politically correct. J. John in his book that he entitled Just Ten, 
he described that the world that we are living in that full with lies. He described how these lies are so universal that to tell the truth is almost impossible. He used an illustration from the uh, uh, movie uh, that title Liar. In the film Liar, Jim Carrey play as the main actor. The liar play as a lawyer whose sons makes a wish that one day, just for 24 hours, that his dad would tell the truth. As his wish was fulfilled, the film shows that his life, the liar's life, was disrupted. He loses a court case. He offends his uh, colleagues at work. He makes his secretary quit her job and his mother falls never to talk to him again. And that is just the result of a single day of telling the truth. Nonetheless, the Bible tells us that integrity matters to God. In the midst of this chaotic world, we are reminded that integrity matters to God. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 18 declares that it is impossible for God to lie. He declares that he can be fully trusted. He has a complete integrity that he will do what he said he would do. He keeps his promise and God is faithful even at times we are not. So for God, integrity matters the most. In the book of Revelation chapter 19, Jesus was revered as someone who is faithful and true. Jesus said to his disciples, My father's house has many rooms. If they were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? Jesus was implying to his disciples that he is telling the truth, that he has integrity, that he is being honest with them. But unfortunately, man is not so. The tendencies of a fallen human nature in this fallen world are the very the opposite of God himself. The Bible says, God is not human that he should lie, not a human being that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? The human sinful nature tends to lie and not consistent because lack of integrity. But our God has full and complete and perfect integrity. So God told his people, do not commit adultery, do not steal, and do not become false witness or do not tell lies. But unfortunately, nowadays, adulteries are rampant, scams are so common and in much greater in proportions, and hoaxes are everywhere, lies are everywhere, fake news and fake evidence are everywhere, especially in social medias. Because of lack of integrity in a relationship between husband and wife, because of lack of integrity in ownership, because of lack of integrity in words, people are suffering much in this world. God wants His people to have integrity, being honest in this life. The Bible says, 
O Lord, who may abide in your tent, who may dwell on your holy hill, he who walks with integrity and works righteousness and so speak truth in his heart. He does not slander with his tongues, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friends, in whose eyes a reprobate is despised, but who honors those who fear the Lord. He swear to his own hurt and does not change. That's how important it is, integrity in the eyes of God. Without integrity, our relationship with our God can be jeopardized. Number two, integrity matters when we are struggling in this world. The Bible clearly tells us that we are living in the world that full with pain, struggles, and problems. In the book of Romans chapter 8, Paul said, All creations subject to groaning. Even Jesus said, In this world, you will have many troubles. If you have been suffering in this world that you are not feeling well in yourself, this is a message for you. If you have been suffering in this world, but you have been pretending that you are not, this is a message for you. If you have been well, or have been going according to your plan and your way, but you're still not feeling good, this is a message for you too. Because you have been created to enjoy a much better world. There are some teachings out there that promise to relieve the pain of living in this fallen world. It is either by requiring that you live in a certain set of rules, or those who require you to a deeper surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit. There are some non-religious uh, philosophies that either encourage you to ignore your feeling of pain by activities or indulge into other things or indulge into certain prohibited substance all with the promise of bliss for now complete satisfactions can be used in this fallen world because of this some of the christians who buy into this teaching and philosophy they are living in a fake world pretending that there is no trouble in their lives, pretending their life is all well and good. As a result, the church has not been a very good and effective in reaching the loss in this world. Larry Crabb, the writer of the book Inside Out, said this, The effect of widespread pretense whether maintained by rigidly living on the surface of life or by being consumed with emotionalisms, has been traumatic for the church. Rather than being salt and light, will become a theologically diverse community of powerless Pharisees, penetrating very little of our society because we refuse to grapple honestly with the experience of life. To become a Christian in this world, for most, is very easy. But to live as a Christian is not easy for most of us. Especially when we encounter realities that contradict with our beliefs. It is very hard to comprehend when good parents 
sometimes have rebellious children, but some bad parents produce children who serve as missionaries, who are very successful in every areas of their life. In these present circumstances, we have seen many good Christian businesses are affected by the COVID-19, but some ungodly businesses are seems to be blooming. I believe God is doing a reset in this world, a new beginning for His church, a new beginning for us too. A transformation that is needed by the church in order for us as Christians can be effective in carrying the mission that God has entrusted to us as a church. As Christians, we are called to live an honest life in this world with integrity, even when the way how we feel at times are pains and sufferings. We are not told to pretend. Of course, it is not wise when we just open our heart, our circuit, our feeling to everyone. But we are taught to come to the Lord with an honest and open manner to Him. And Jesus even said, Come to me all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Although to some of us, this invitation seems to be very inviting and appealing. But to respond to these invitations of Jesus, that we come to Him, it takes humility and honesty. Because of our fallen human nature, we prefer to be in control, or at least it looks like that we are in control of our own lives. We want to prove to the world that we are adequate in handling every circumstances of our lives. However, actually we are not. At least not always. Even the current pandemic has shown it to us, to the world, that we are not able to control everything in this world. So for us, whenever we feel weary and burdened, when we feel that we are very worried, inadequate, we should go to Jesus. However, this promise of Jesus, He did not promise that He would immediately remove every problems of our life and then satisfies every longings of our life and quickly give us relief. Nonetheless, this is an open invitation to all of us. And the promise of ultimately one day, when we finally being with Jesus in eternal heaven, the Christians only hope for a complete relief. Until then, while we are still in this fallen world, we either groan or we pretend that we are not. Let's be honest with ourselves. Let's be honest with the Lord because integrity matters when we are struggling in this life. Jesus is our greatest example in this matter. Jesus teaches us how to suffer in this world. He was honest with his feelings. He was honest being alone, he was honest that he was scared. He was honest and he was willing to show that he was in a very deep physical pain. He cried to God on the cross, Eli Eli Lama Sabakthani, which means, Oh my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Jesus was being honest in his pain in his suffering. The third principle 
is that integrity matters when we have done something wrong. The Bible says that all have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God. In the book of John, he said, If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. All men have sinned. All men needed the saving grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are grateful for the love and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ in our life. He has sacrificed His own begotten sons and Jesus Christ died on the cross for our sins. On the cross, Jesus said, It is finished. All of our sins have been paid off by Jesus. All we need to do is to confess our sins and come and believe in Him. The Bible says whoever believes in Him will not perish but will have eternal life. It takes an honest valuation of ourselves. It takes integrity to confess and acknowledge of our shortfall, of our sin, of our need, of the salvation of our Lord Jesus Christ. And this is also very important as we continue to develop our relationship with our Heavenly Father. There will be times that we have done wrong. We have committed sins against the Lord and probably others. When the Holy Spirit works in us and we realize that we have sins against God or against others, we should come to the Lord to ask forgiveness of our sins. And we should come to others and ask for forgiveness from them. Jesus taught his disciples to pray. And in that prayer, Jesus told them to ask for forgiveness of their sins. Because integrity matters when we have done wrong. Because only then, the relationship with our God can be restored. Likewise, our relationship with one another, whether with our spouse, our parents, our children, family, friends, and colleagues, rather than making excuses when we have done wrong or run into hiding when we have done wrong, we should muster up our courage to be honest. Proverbs chapter 28 says, He who covers his sins will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. As a conclusion, God wants to transform us into the likeness of Christ. Believers who reflect a complete trust and confidence in our God, who equip us to face every circumstances and challenges of our life and remain faithful to Him till the end. Our confidence is in His promise. The Bible says, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, He will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. That is the promise of the Bible. God wants us to live with integrity in our life because integrity matters to God. It matters when we are going through our problems and pains and it matters when we have done something wrong. Let me close with a real story. A man named Hwang Woo Suk. He was a South Korean man 
and he was a professor in biotechnology in Seoul Uni National University. And in 2004, Time magazine published the list of people who matter, and Huang was one of them. He was honored because of his work in cloning research. At that time, the magazine said that Huang had already proved that human cloning is no longer science fiction but fact of life. By then, Huang has received numerous honor, award, and recognitions. His was an incredible success story. He grew up in a poor mountain town in South Korea, the sons of a widow. He had worked his way through school, earning money in laboring on a farm. He earned his doctorate degree in veterinary medicines. Few years later, he worked in field of scientific research. In 1999, he announced that he has succeeded in cloning a dairy cow. And in 2004, he announced another breakthrough that he has succeeded in creating human embryonic stem cell that many experts at that time considered something impossible. In 2005, Huang made another breakthrough and published that he has successfully cloned a dog. Huang became an international celebrity among scientists and a national hero. He was given the title Supreme Scientist by the Korea Ministry of Science and Technology. But later that year, the Seoul Uni National University started an investigation of Huang's work because of some doubt and some accusations. And on January 10, 2006, they concluded that Huang had fabricated all of his stem cells research. In February 9, 2006, the university suspended his teaching position at the university. And subsequently, he was dismissed from the university. And in subsequent trials on the court, he was found guilty in many counts. What happened to this Huang? who is brilliant, who is talented, who work hard. What failed him is the lack of integrity. God has called us to be the salt and the light of this world. He wants to transform our lives to be more like Jesus. It is with integrity that we can face the struggles and the difficulties that we encounter in this life. It is also with integrity that we can maintain and build a meaningful relationship with our God and with others. Let me close with the quotations. Integrity is the seed for achievement. It is the principle that never fails. Another quotation said, The wind might cause a kite to rise, but what keeps it up there is the fact that somebody on the ground has a steady hand. You have to hold steady your values, your integrity, you, it is your anchor. You let it go of that, well, it is not long before your kite comes crossing down. 
So let's continue to hold our integrity. Let's be honest to God. Let's be honest to ourselves. Let's be honest to others. So we can have a meaningful relationship and make a great impact as a salt and light and a witness of Christ on this earth. God bless you. Let's bow our head in prayer. Father, we thank you today that you have blessed us with the words of God. Continue to work in our hearts, oh God. Transform our lives so we can be light and salt in this world. Bring glory to your name and bring blessings to others. Help us to work through with our integrity. That we learn to be honest with you, honest with others, and honest with ourselves. Father, bless your people in every areas of their life. Protect them, Lord God, from sickness, from disease, from virus. Open up the gates of heaven and bless them abundantly. Will you please lift up your hand and receive the blessings of the Lord. May the blessings of the Heavenly Father, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the anointing and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you from now on and forevermore in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great Sunday. Have a great week ahead. I hope to see you next Sunday. Thank you for joining us. Hope you have been blessed. This podcast is made possible by generous giving people like you. If you want to support us, please visit us at www.nbcsingapore.org www.nbcsingapore.org God bless you.